Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends, D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast and the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. Today, we have another brief word from your host and a reminder that exciting times are on the way. The title of today's podcast is The Work of the Ministry, Part 4. We then, giving no offense in anything, that the ministry be not blamed, but in all things approving ourselves as ministers of Elohim by the word of truth, by the power of Elohim. 2 Corinthians 6, 1-7. through The podcast objectives are reveal the outcome of those who offend Elohim, reveal why only those who are strong in a set-apart spirit will be saved, and analyze the steps of a strong man. Now, our first section is entitled, The Outcome of Offending Elohim. In the most recent podcast in our ministry series, we analyzed some of the more prominent deficits of churches and assemblies led by unqualified men. And we came to see the great danger these ill-equipped men have put their flocks in. This is the primary reason why I have been led to touch on this topic and to expose these false ministers for who they really are. It's because they are leading honest believers astray by their faithless actions and their false doctrines. This speaks to another reason why I've been led to address these matters. It is for the following reason, which I will offer as an interest point. Consider it faithfully especially if you believe you have been called to the ministry. The ministry, the spiritual body that has been empowered to represent the kingdom of heaven on earth. This is why the word of truth emphasizes the father's desire that we, ministers of the renewed covenant, should do everything within our power to ensure the ministry is not blamed. Furthermore, in knowing the omniscience of Elohim, he is not going to choose someone to minister on his behalf when he knows they are going to bring dishonor to his kingdom while giving his enemies an opportunity to blaspheme his name. You must believe me 
we are talking about a very serious offense here. If you don't believe me, consider what Elohim did to a man after his own heart. Second Samuel 12, 13 through 14 reads, and David said to Nathan, I have sinned against Yahuwah. Nathan said to David, also, Yahuwah has put away your sin. You shall not die. However, because by this deed, you have greatly scorned Yahuwah, i.e. given great occasion to his enemies to blaspheme, the child also who was born to you shall certainly die. True, David's office as king is not the same office we hold as ministers of the renewed covenant. Nevertheless, the outcome of our offenses is the same, for he is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And that outcome, my friends, is death. Now, our next section is entitled, Only the Strong Will Win. In David's case, he lost his newborn son. In the case of countless false ministries in the church circuit, they are causing the spiritual deaths of thousands across the world. They are not just misguided men and women hurting themselves and their own lost causes. They are a spiritual death machine roving the earth and leaving countless casualties along the way. Here again, I am not speaking to the false believers who are mainstays in the church because they are getting everything they want out of the proverbial religious experience. Trust me, they're not going anywhere. They're exactly where they belong and they will have their reward. That said, I am speaking to honest believers who have left the church because the Spirit has shown them what it is and where it is heading. At the same time, I appreciate the fact that many of you who have left the church did not have a place to go, or you went somewhere so you would not be alone but you knew it wasn't the place where the Father wanted you to be long-term. Or maybe you haven't left yet. You know you're on your way out, but you want to know where you're going to land before you take that step, because it is a big step. Trust me, I get it. Remember, I was in your shoes not too long ago. And the only reason why I'm here today is because my steps were ordered by the Father. This is why I am spiritually strong, and I can do all things through Yahushua Messiah. My dear friends, the Father desires the same for you, because in the end, only the strong are going to make it. Only the strong will win. Now, our next section is entitled, 
the steps of a strong man. Psalm 37, 23 to 24 reads, The steps of a strong man are ordered by Yahuwah, and he delights in his way. Though he falls, he is not cast down, for Yahuwah is supporting him with his hand. The strong man in the passage are those who have been chosen by the Father to minister on behalf of his kingdom. As Messiah reveals, strength is fundamental to our nature. Otherwise, we would not be able to guard our flocks, for the enemy is also depicted by a strong man. Mark 3.27 reveals, no one is able to enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man, and then he shall plunder his house. Despite their levels of strength, every leader in an assembly is viewed as the strong man because of their position, and rightfully so. And these should all take heed for the following reason, which I will offer as an interest point. As the enemy sees the leaders of the church as the strong men of their assemblies, he is targeting them above all others, and he is binding them first. And after he neutralizes them spiritually, he moves to wreak havoc with their flocks. The primary way the enemy does this is sure, and one of the most depressing events I have ever witnessed. That is, he discredits and ultimately destroys the power of their example, often by leading them down one of the many paths to illicit sin. My dear friends, you must hear me carefully. One of the greatest powers of the ministry is the power of our example. You must believe me, those of us who are truly called, we're called because we have passed the tests and trials waiting for our flocks. In this case, we have the power and the potential to lead them as they labor to achieve the spiritual milestones we have already completed. And because we know what it took to succeed, we can relate to what they are going through. My dear friends, hear me when I say, we are the strong men. If you want to be led into the Father's will and to know what it means to experience the true model of the abundant life and in the end, everlasting life, you must find a strong man to lead you. Remember, the steps of a strong man and only a strong man are ordered by Elohim. Therefore, we all must become strong men and women at some point in our journey. And the best way to do so is to follow the strong man the Father has put in your life. For those of you following this ministry, that would be me. Thus, I call upon you 
as Shaul wrote to the Corinthians, to follow me as I follow Yahushua Messiah. And I will show you what true ministry looks like. And you will know what the work of the ministry is all about. Now, here is the final word. As you can now see, ministry is hard work and hard work will make any man strong. In saying that, allow me to be clear. The work of the ministry is predominantly spiritual in nature. Yes, every minister should be a hard worker from a physical perspective and willing to assist with the physical needs of their flock. Notwithstanding, the word of truth is revealing that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, i.e. of or pertaining to the flesh. Rather, they are mighty in Elohim, allowing us to bind every enemy that comes against our flocks and to loosen the blessings the Father has reserved for each member. You must believe me, my ability to assist you with your physical needs means nothing if I cannot address your spiritual needs and protect your soul from the enemy who is set to kill, steal, and destroy. If this is the kind of ministry you are looking for, then look no further. You, my friend, have already arrived. You, my friend, are already here. Now, here is the assignment for today. As you have time, please go back and review all the podcasts I have posted thus far to aid you as you prepare for the quest ahead. Here again, please invest some time in reviewing the podcast on perfection. These were posted between January 17 and January 28 of 2022. As always, please reach out to me directly if you have any questions. Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast, The Work of the Ministry, Part 4. And the next podcast is TBD. My plan is posted on Monday, but I'm not sure what the topic will be. In the event, I want to wish you all a happy weekend. Continue to live by the Spirit, and I promise you, I will too. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.